everybody welcome to the sports 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 podcast i'm joel anderson i'm jordan palmville and joining us as always is the sports outsider phil Rains. it's been a long two weeks without you it has yeah i missed you guys yeah, missed you I too, missed you too phil. yeah it's uh, i got uh, all the feels because i'm march mad <laughs> do you still have march madness <laughs> phil uh, I uh, have kept up because I believe I'm in fifth place in our pool right now. Yeah, really yeah. suspicious. Yeah. The sports outsider doing pretty well. I picked Duke to lose, and boy, is the egg on all of your faces now. This is true. And <laughs> yeah. so, and so you have your, I also picked Do you have Duke the entire Final Four intact? No, I think the only one that I have intact is Michigan State University. Then you're not going to win. No, yeah. Mike Menino is going to win because he's like number 1,000 in the world right now. Yeah. Our friend Mike Menino doing yeah. astonishingly well. Because he followed Nate Silver's suggestions. Oh, yeah. No, that's it? It's surprising to me that only like a thousand people have also followed Nate Well, Silver's I think he made some tweaks to it, and the tweaks yeah. were good ones. But That is, I'll go ahead and say it because I don't know that it, nobody listens, but that's that's how I've done well at the our bet NFL thing. That like I won the league, and then I finished third the next year, and all I did was basically take the Nate Silver picks. Oh. Every single week, and crushed everybody. Yeah. And it was like, do you know I how was... I do well in March Madness every year? I uh, almost never pick the person with the lower number to lose. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's... And that's that seems to work out pretty darn good for me. You've given this secret away on previous podcast I have, episodes. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's all it takes. And then you, everyone's like, "You're a genius," and I'm like, "Oh, cu- stop you!" No, 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 no one says that. No. No, no, no one says no, that. Yeah, no, no one's No. No, Cleo. I have good news though. Yep. Uh one of the final four teams is the University of Virginia. Yeah. And we have as a guest on the podcast today the University of Virginia Cavalier. Ooh, Ooh. the mascot? The mascot as part hey. of our Know Your Mascot series, there we which we go. have not done it's in been a while. while. Yeah. It's been a while, but we have it's the... been a while. <laughs> Remember oh. that song? Yeah. Have my head up high. We're just we're leaning that, into the uh, low rent comedy bang bang. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, no, but we have bang a- bang into your heart. You know you gotta bang. That's what, what Ben the- Schwartz does every time he goes on comedy bang bang. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so that's our guest today. There it's we a go. mascot. Yeah. yeah, it's the, the Virginia, Virginia Cavalier. Cavalier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do we got a wide world weird sportsville? Goddamn right, we do. And news, news, news. But first. Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Brought to you by... Manziel's, put your man boobs in a Manziel today. And... Unbranded batteries, if I put it into a toy robot, will it work? Maybe, because we are unbranded batteries. Okay, this is a special three-part Johnny Manziel, Ooh. update, Ooh. watch, update. Dang, does that mean it's going to be over the next three weeks? No, 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 I'm trying to... Oh, I, okay. I, I tried to get that, pull the lever Phil. quick on the drop. The Johnny Manziel uh, uh, timelines do not move that slowly. In fairness... Three weeks from now, okay, Johnny Manziel okay. could be winning the Iditarod. It, like, it, it, it's 1997. Hey, they're going to make a three-part Lord of the Rings movies. You'd be like, there's three different movies, right? So if it's a three-part Johnny Manziel thing, you'd think it's three different parts, you know, three segments. So, part one. Ooh, part one. Johnny Football makes Memphis Express debut. Subheadline, Manziel already has a new nickname for penis. Ooh. Yeah, there we go. Memphis Express. It's just Memphis like Express. It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's actually, yeah. Yeah. That was it. Couldn't think anything better than that. He's, 
He's not from Memphis. Uh, Sunday, March 26, 2019, the day of our Lord. Never forget. Yep. Johnny Menzel <laughs> made his Alliance of American Football debut. It was on the NFL Network, so it looks like Johnny Football wins this round, Goodell. He played three series during the game against the Birmingham Iron, completing three of five passes for 40 yards and rushing twice for 20 yards. That sounds good. I kind of like the Iron as a mascot. That's not bad. It's not bad. However, it was Brandon uh, Silvers who started and finished at quarterback for the Memphis Express. He completed 24 of 35 for 266 yards and two touchdowns. Dang. Including a short pass to tie the game late in regulation, and he threw the winning touchdown in overtime, which resulted in a 31 to 25 Memphis Express victory. Hmm. Oh, well, I think that's understandable, though. We all remember when Brandon Silvers won the Heisman Trophy with a. Top, oh, oh top Joel, NFL knock pick. it off. Knock that it off. All right, but Memphis fans didn't show up to see their team win the game. Oh. They showed up to see Johnny Manziel. Right. And they made their preference known using the AAF's groundbreaking in-game choose-the-starters voting system. <laughs> They're on the back of the seats. They. Uh, yeah. I'm kidding, but this would have been a great idea, AAF. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, it's like AFV style. Yeah. Uh, these fans actually made their preference known with chants of Johnny, 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 and we want Johnny. Which huh. started in the parking lots two hours before the game between shots of fireball. But <laughs> meanwhile, Johnny Molson, <laughs> backup long snapper, was like, They're calling for me. Finally. <laughs> but the chance really picked up steam about eight minutes into the first quarter. The chance didn't even stop when Manziel eventually took the field for the first time, which was about seven minutes uh, remaining in the second quarter. And they greeted Manziel's appearance with a standing ovation. Wow. wow. He's not going to get that anywhere else. This was something he never received in Canada, where the standing ovation is considered showy and impolite. Uh, yeah, it no, is. No, I agree. Uh, of course, the flip side of this great showing of support was the merciless booing starting quarterback Brandon Silvers received. <laughs> oh, no, he, poor Brandon Silvers. He, when he re-entered this game. This treatment continued right up until the moment Silvers completed a fourth-quarter comeback and won the game in overtime. Booed the entire game as he's wow, being the hero wow. of the game. One wonders if these weren't real Memphis <laughs> Express fans. Right? Some uh, sort of posers cold. there just for some reason other than the game. Well, I know what you're thinking. Johnny yeah. Manziel wanted to, to nip that in the butt. After the game, he said, I don't go out and round people up and say, will you guys go out and chant, we want Johnny all day? To put <laughs> pressure on him and have him go out there and deal with that and handle it the way he did was top notch. I'm kind of sick of that a little bit. Kind of, kind of sick of that a little bit. That's that's what Manzel said about the. Yeah, normally you know the the starter leading his team to victory, getting booed, gets a little bit of a more demonstrative condemnation from from the guy. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. Silver's was a good sport. It's not the first time I've been booed on the field, but maybe in a home game. <laughs> Ooh, that's brutal. But you kind of expect that. You kind of got to. Johnny Manzel is a Heisman winner. He's well accomplished. If he were on another team. I'd be looking in to watch him play. The fans aren't entirely to blame. The team helped fuel Manziel mania by giving away Manziel t-shirts for anyone who spent 
$30 on tickets. Replica jersey, replicas of his jersey for anyone who spent $90 on ticket. And Manziel himself for anybody interested in purchasing the franchise. <laughs> there we go. Uh, Coach Mike Singletary told the media afterwards that unless something really crazy happens, Brandon Silvers will remain the team's starter. Wait, Mike Singletary? Like From the, Mike the Bears? Singletary? Yes. Oh, wow. Tecmo Super Bowl, baby! Right. Tecmo Super Bowl! For a second there, I'm just like, that was a shockingly deep cut for Phil. And it's like, wait, no. Nope, Tecmo game. Super yeah. Bowl. So that, that's, that's what Coach Singletary said. Yeah. But what the Memphis Express fans heard was, just forget about us and pay attention to NASCAR. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Ready for Act 2? Ooh. Of this? Ooh, ooh, yeah. <laughs> Act 2. Game 2. Memphis Express versus Orlando Apollos. Hmm. This was Manziel's second game. Mm-hmm. During this game, the Memphis Express quarterback, Johnny Manziel, suffered a head injury and no! did not return. Oh, no. His beautiful head full of knowledge. He got yeah, a concussion. No, that's he got clearly a, the most important part of Johnny. Guys, he got a concussion. Now, it's not his first concussion. No, he got I a concussion. It. Now, how did Manziel sustain the concussion? His first concussion while sober, I'm sure. But No, he got a concussion in the CFL game. We've covered it on the podcast, oh, right. Joel. Okay, okay. Try okay. to keep up. Yeah. All right. So how did he, how did he get the concussion? Mm. Uh, uh, he said, beer me, and then didn't lift his hands fast enough. Headbutted a brick wall. Okay, any any real guesses? Uh, I'm You're guessing playing that a football. he was... Headbutted a brick wall. Uh, you have, have to have went your helmet, helmet to helmet. Yeah. They okay. went helmet to helmet hit. That was pretty good. Uh, I'm going to say he like you know f- did that thing where he fell backwards, and it like whipped his head, and he hit the back on the... This, you, I'm just disappointed because you're missing the most obvious answer. While making a tackle after throwing an interception. <laughs> How did you guys miss oh, yeah. this? I'm disappointed in you, Joel. Yeah. While no. making the tackle after Fair throwing enough. interception, it's the most obvious. It's number one answer on the board. Dude, 100 would, people surveyed. I would assume Steve that Harvey after over here. So many interceptions, he would have better. He must be a pretty good tackler, right? Yeah. You know that's not the truth. And actually, here's the thing: the interception actually wasn't his fault. The pass I watched really? it pass at the hands of his wide receiver. Bounced up and way behind him, and someone else. Well, then that guy shouldn't be in the NFL. He's not. Oh, that's right. (laughs) I was going to say, the normally sure-handed receivers of the AAF are are falling short. I'm pretty sure that I'm in the AAF right now. (laughs) Uh, Manziel completed two of three attempts for 13 yards, rushed three times for 18 yards, and had the unfortunate interception before he was knocked out of the game. Yowza. He subsequently entered Memphis Express Concussion Protocol. Mm. Oh, Which man. is also actually a ride at King's Dominion. <laughs> oh, fun. Uh, ready for Act 3? Yeah. yeah. In American Alliance of Football, League suspends itself. Wow. Oh, thank you, Yakov. Yeah, the AAF <laughs> just went slide whistle bankrupt, you guys. Oh, yeah. what a shocking piece of news. It, the two final regular season games for each team will not be played, nor will the four uh, planned postseason games. Didn't that Ooh. league just come out this year, though? Yeah. So they didn't have the runway for a full season? They didn't. An investor, the investment came, dollars. an investor came in, the guy who owns the Carolina Hurricane, he came in with a bunch of money. But apparently it was like, I'm going to give you $400 million, but I can basically pull it off the table whenever I want. Oh, and so that's it, not a good contract. Well, they, I know a little bit about business and you don't you don't want one of those. Good but guys, we've been cheated out of more Manziel. That's what that's what the takeaway here is. Nobody yeah. wins. The how season's can, over. Yeah. How can they possibly save money not playing the last games? I'm confused as to why they don't just finish the season. I think like honestly, they, the well, from what I was reading, the like the insurance. 
Oh, right, mm. right, right. right. Uh, I know the contracts aren't guaranteed, but also, like, none of these are stadiums they own. They're yeah. all, like, renting them. And but that was my assumption, was that they were already penciled in for those but dates. But still, you'd I save don't... on, like, grounds crews, and you'd save on, yeah. like, uh, parking attendance. And I guess I was thinking stadium rental. The overhead rental, must be high on running. I was thinking stadium rental would be your biggest cost, and that it was already, like... Joel, there's more OPEX than just office rental, you know? Well, sure, but if that's your biggest, I... I was wrong. What about these huge player salaries that get you a Johnny Manziel <laughs> on your team? You know? Johnny yeah. Manziel tweeted out some advice that made it obvious to everyone reading that he was in concussion protocol. Okay. If you're an AAF player and the league does dissolve, the last check you got will be the last one that you get. No lawsuit or anything else will get you your bread. Save your money and keep your head up. It's the only choice at this point unless something drastic happens. Just the reality of this unfortunate situation. Great concept, good football on the field, and fun for fans to watch. Just not enough money to go around, which had been the main problem with the other leagues for a long time. That sounded normal. Someone needs to hit him in the head with a shovel. Right. I know. He That's... needs to go back to being Johnny Football. What I, happened? I, Put the crayon back. Yeah. Ironically, if he had kept his head up while tackling, he might not have a concussion. <laughs> okay. One last word. <laughs> okay. From Steve Spurrier. Mm. Now, Steve Spurrier is the coach of the, the Orlando. The old ball coach. He's the OBC. Uh, yeah. He's the head coach of the Orlando Apollos. Mm-hmm. We're all disappointed, but on the other side, we got to be the champs, right? Spurrier told reporters, "We're seven and one. Next teams are five and three. Some of us didn't get into the alliance to advance our careers, but the players. Well, I'm more disappointed for all the players. I believed the the players who believed this is my chance to show people this, that, and the other that I can play this game. A lot of them will get opportunities. They've shown enough. As for the future, Spurrier said, "If I never coach again, I went out a winner." But for the players and assistant coaches, it's a bummer. Wow, sucks to be you guys. I'm number one. I'm number one. Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Brought to you by... Manziel's put your man boobs in a Manziel today. And... Unbranded batteries, they're leaking battery fluid. Is this dangerous? Don't you lick it, because they're unbranded batteries. News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. Robert Kraft Penis Watch 2019. Robert Kraft Penis Watch 2019. Robert Kraft issues public apology. Subheadline: Whoa, there! Might want to wait until after TMZ releases that video first. Did we not sell a sponsorship against this segment? I think as the Kraft family, they're pretty powerful. Oh, yeah, they've got NFL. enough money. Is this brought to you by the Kraft family? No. <laughs> yeah. I, I, doubt, I just don't know that. I think ad sales was having That's problems fair. with this one. Yeah, yeah. not brand they, safe. I get it. Kraft, brand safety issues. Kraft scared off all of the... Yeah. Oh, that's too we, bad. We did have uh, a day spa from Florida try to buy it, but that got squashed. Yikes. The last minute, She's so. too busy at Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> hey Okay, so for the first time since he was charged last month with two counts of soliciting prostitution. I remember in, that. Yep. In Jupiter, Florida. Mm-hmm. Not Jupiter the planet. Jupiter, Florida. No, that's right. where boys yeah. go to get more stupider. <laughs> I know all about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, but Robert K. Kraft, the owner of the New England Patriots, uh, commented publicly on the matter, apologizing in vague terms. Yeah. I am truly sorry, Kraft said in a statement released Saturday afternoon. I know I have hurt and disappointed my family, my close friends, my coworkers, our fans, and many others who rightfully hold me to a higher standard. 
who's holding him to a higher standard? He invested in Theranos. To yeah. me, that's way more shameful. Oh, a lot than, of people invested in Theranos. Yeah, but don't invest in a product that you, can't you don't know if it works. To, no. Can't expect him to know about biomedicine. Yeah. yeah. I love I all the do. periodicals. I don't think that's how VC funding works. I think you throw a lot There's of There's a darts. guy in the documentary who was talking about how great Theranos was in a Bitcoin tie on yeah. the documentary before it all bu- went bust. I'm like, how are rich people such idiots? You know what? Was, well, you know what? They if they only it was have the, to be right like once out of like a hundred investments. If it was Boo. that one guy who wore that suit that's just question marks. Right, yeah. Then I would have invested. That's I what invested. it takes. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, getting back to the story, I think we can all agree that that sounds like a very well-crafted apology. No. No, it's not. (laughs) Yeah. That's not a pun. Uh, But Kraft is clearly doing the right thing, acknowledging that he's at fault, that he's done wrong, and that he wants to do better. Or at least one might arrive at that conclusion had he not opted to plead not guilty just three days later. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. So he's now admitting to it, and he pled not guilty. No, 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 no. He apologized for something. But we don't know didn't what. Didn't say what. This could have been anything. He I don't want to live in this world anymore. It's a fun, it's a fun little game. I don't yeah. want to live in fun a world where that's what a he's thing that people do. For. That's awful. I'm really <laughs> upset about that. Yeah, no, he, he apologized for something. That pisses me off. I think it's important to apologize for something. Rich people really frustrate me. I think you guys might know that about me. They really frustrate me. (laughs) You're you're arguably one of the richest people I know. Yeah, I don't know anybody who's rich, but like (laughs) wealthy people. Phil owns a house in Los Angeles. Yeah, Yeah. in Los Angeles. I work out for my house. No, Uh, no wealthy people frustrate me. The kind that are just like, I like my grapes to be, you know. Yeah, you know what? You I know mean, what? I've you never heard anybody like that, say that. No, yeah. I don't. Just the other day, Phil was talking about his grapes. Now That's he likes true. to be You no. were complaining about I, how your grapes were never, I never buy bottles of wine that are more than $12. Never. That's how Phil got rich. Yeah, yes. exactly. <laughs> the old wine tray. <laughs> I'm not rich, you guys. Uh, anyway, uh, New England Patriots co-owner Robert Kraft on Tuesday officially entered a plea of not guilty to Ooh. charges on two misdemeanor counts of first-degree solicitation, and he has asked for a jury trial. First of mm. all, apparently solicitation's a misdemeanor? Just asking, I guess. Well, sure, yeah. but but still. I think that makes sense, because if I went around and I was just like, hey, do you have any cocaine? Who has cocaine? That feels like uh, I should be arrested. You're under arrest, like, yes. Ranta. It's true, but it also doesn't feel like a felony. Anything less than the best is a felony. Oh! <laughs> that's not the best. Be uh, best. Yeah, so Melania Trump. The thing is, uh, so what exactly is Mr. Kraft suggesting here with the public apology followed three days later by the not guilty plea? I think that he knows he's a liar and doesn't care because he's wealthy. I'm sorry. My lawyer will destroy you. Right, you can't go against my style. Yeah. Granted, I'm not a billionaire, so I'm not sure how the justice system works for them. Oh, we can it check doesn't. With Phil. We can check with Phil on yeah. this. Yeah. yeah it yeah. doesn't work for them because rich people get to do it. Look at Paul Manafort, huh? Paul Manafort gets a slap on the wrist for defrauding millions from people. He should be ashamed. Uh, well, here's the thing. Robert Kraft... Not facing a slap in the wrist here. If convicted, he would face a hundred hours of community service. What? And a five thousand dollar fine. Oh man, how would he pay that? 
Of course, he really at, can't afford to lose this. At his hourly rate, the 100 hours of community service would vastly exceed. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, that's the thing about wealthy people, though, is they don't have to be working to make money. He would just be making money while doing community service because his money makes money for him. And right. that's why wealthy people add nothing. Phil, you are so smart. They add <laughs> nothing. No, this is... They <laughs> add nothing to the this economy. Is, this is the core argument at the center of uh, 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 Thomas Piketty's capital in the 21st century. Is yeah. that the rate of return on invested capital exceeds the uh, general growth of the economy. Which right. Is why you don't have to make anything. You just have to be rich to get more rich. Yeah. Ooh, that really boils my blood. Blood. But also, this is anyway. <laughs> I use swell investing for Screw my Screw Robert Kraft. Let's talk more about Thomas Piketty. Yeah. French economist. No. I thought uh, we were going to talk about his dick. Uh, this whole time, the, the, the second one was called Robert Kraft. You know who's a dick? Wife. The proletariat. <laughs> right. Well, that's the thing. We all want to watch his penis, but they're still trying to block the release of the oh. video. Mm. Uh, but you know what? There appears to be at least one group of people who really understand... What poor, poor Robert Kraft is going through. The Trumps? His fellow billionaire NFL owners. Ah, mm. Trump always keep, wanted to be uh, a team Keep in mind, owner. Trump uh, lied about his net worth to try and be an NFL yeah. owner, but he was unable to get over the hump to join that. Because NFL people always, thought he was a fraudster. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. The, so that's sports leagues don't want right. people like that. Or Mark Cuban, for that matter. Yeah, they just want teeth. racists and people who solicit prostitutes. You but, know, yeah. normal billionaires. <laughs> Don't do it as openly as Donald Trump has, I feel like. Right. Uh, but yeah, so Giants co-owner Steve Tisch gets it. Understands Ooh, that the true victim here is Robert Kraft. That's why he told Newsday that, yeah, he gets it. Mm. Quote, I think what Robert said yesterday, in reference to his public apology, very publicly, I think it came from the heart. I think he was really addressing his family, his team, his players, his friends, and Patriot fans. And I think in some ways, 31 other team owners. It's probably very, very tough for him to make those statements. When people apologize after getting caught, it shouldn't count. Yeah. If you apologize before you get caught, then you're, you're apologizing for getting caught at that point. Uh, I don't know, but... Bullshit. I... I agree with you, but also, like, if they don't apologize, I'd be pissed, too. Oh, yeah. Like, this was not a good apologize, apology, but yeah. if they don't apologize after getting caught, but then they're not apologizing. Like, I, I do it. No, I do think there's something to be gained from the apology. I can only name one time ever that somebody apologized before they got caught, and that was Dan Harmon, and I appreciated the hell out of that. When Me Too was going around, he yeah. went on his podcast and went, I did terrible things, he was and this in was the process thing. of and getting caught. I approve approve more of people apologizing beforehand. Michigan alum and uh, every three-weekly editor, Megan Gans. Megan Gans, who apparently I went to four years of college with, never met her. (laughs) And now has the career that I have dreamed of. (laughs) Very successful. Very talented. interesting the choices that I've made. But when Mm. you get apologized after getting caught, you're apologizing because you got caught. It's not real. I feel like this segment has gone on far too long. It's not real. It's not been as funny as I would have liked. So, okay, okay, wow. (laughs) That wasn't on you. Yeah, Yeah, it's me. (laughs) It's mostly Phil's anger. Because I'm pissed off about the wealthy. And you're not funny about it. No, I'm pissed. I know, but it's a comedy podcast, Phil. Getting back. When is it funny? Getting back to Usually the task a character. at hand. That's true. <laughs> That's a good point. 
Steve Tisch said that he thought it was very, very tough for Robert Kraft (laughs) to make those statements, which is interesting because very, very tough is also how the masseuse who jerked off Robert Kraft described his genitals. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yes, here's to poor old That's what I wanted. I wanted (laughs) dick jokes. You guys jumped in there, right? I had to repeat it anyway. Mm. Uh, but uh, it's interesting because a fellow co-owner of the Giants, John Mara, did not necessarily share Tish's statement and uh, in, in, in sentiment. Um, responding to the statement, he said, and I quote, what good could possibly come out of commenting on that? <laughs> what? <laughs> Let's all just forget that it good ever point. happened. <laughs> Mr. Mara. <laughs> Is it... Now on the podcast is the University of Virginia Cavalier. Hello, 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 sports, sports, sports podcast. All right, it's good to have you here. It's uh, it's good to be on, and it's good to celebrate the University of Virginia. I I love your Virginian accent. (laughs) It seems a bit more, uh, I was expecting something a little more American, to be honest. The Cavalier is not Virginian. It's oh. English, and I, I have decided to uh, take on the role as mascot, mm. uh, despite the fact that the secession from the British crown was particularly troubling. I mean, I mean it was a while. Yeah, yeah, it was a while ago. If I remember uh, the, the Hamilton well, 1776. Yeah, the university ish. was founded by yeah. the openly traitorous Thomas Jefferson. Yeah. But I have, I have overcome that, and I am here to celebrate the success of the University of Virginia. Well, that's great. Because yeah, arriving here at the the ultimate four. Yeah, the no, mm. final four. I. Uh, it's a little informal for me. Okay, that's ultimate a- is more <laughs> formal yes. than final. The final yeah, it, four. It's in it's in Minneapolis this year. St. Paul. Very exciting. Yeah. Yes. And and I guess could you maybe talk us through a little bit of like what this season's been like? I know last year they were knocked out by UMBC. Oof. First round, 16 beats to one. This year, they're all the way to the final four. Impressive. Yes, well, uh, so at the start of the season, obviously we didn't know that this was all going to happen. And I must say, I was, as I usually am at the start of a season, a little preoccupied with defeating the parliamentarians. What? Wait, I'm sorry? Parliamentarians. Like like, Like, uh, members of parliament? As as a royalist supporter of Charles II, my opposition to the roundheads under that... Dirty, dirty, horrible Thomas Cromwell is is Thomas first and foremost. Cromwell. Thomas, like the Thomas Crown affair, is that? Yeah. No, no. I don't know what you're referring to, but <laughs> the Crown comes into it. They wanted to remove the authority of the monarch to supply it with the the dirty Puritans and their their heretical beliefs. Are these, in fairness, these I mean, these sound like very dated references. Yeah, this sounds like, I mean, the parliamentarians, you're talking about the members of parliament, the, uh, like, congressional body, as it were, the like legislative. Like under Theresa May. Well, it, it, in its earliest incarnations, there was nothing wrong with the parliament. It was only after they began to usurp the authority of our, our, our loyal monarch, Charles II, that a stand had to be taken. Why do you keep talking about Charles II? Because support of Charles II is the founding principle of we the Cavaliers. Yeah, but Charles II was it forever ago. That was way too. That was a long time ago. Admittedly, uh, Charles II hasn't been around in ages. That would be like is, me being like, "Oh, Darwin." Bah. The, the, the causes changed significantly over the last few centuries. Yeah, now it's Brexit. Part, part of why I now have 
you know, sufficient time and energy to focus on, on college sports right. for much of the year. Mm. But I remain vigilant against the parliamentarians pushing for more power. It hasn't gone well over the years. So right. you're, on the, you're on the side of the the queen or Charles II having more power? Is that what? Yes. If you only, got a problem with democracy? Only you he were still with us. Yeah. Okay. No, the, 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 the royalists support Charles II and the absolute rule of the monarchy and the Church of England. Look, you've, you've been in Virginia a lot. <laughs> Don't you... <laughs> Don't you like democracy? I mean, America, we've got uh, hot dogs and we've got light beer. I will say I'm a little bit concerned with all of the evangelicanism. That, uh, <laughs> that's that's what we called it back then. Evangelicanism? It's the evangelicals that you, you, you see all about evangelicals? the Evangelicals? That's the one. <laughs> wow. We used to call them something different. No, a couple things different, apparently. <laughs> But obviously the streaks of, of Presbyterianism and Puritanism, it's all deeply troubling. You don't do very well in Virginia, do you? Or do it's, you just not talk a you lot? You just hang there, around yeah. the campus sort of thing? It's not great. Yeah, I try not uh, to leave the campus. Are okay. you lonely? Uh, do you date? Yeah, you know, it's been hot, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> because you, you, Cause you, it's hard to find a parliamentarian. It, no! In a no, place like Virginia. A royalist. I'm deeply opposed to the parliamentarians. Oh, sorry, I get confused. You want to understand about me. So when you're when you're, you're on deeply... Bumble, and I'm gonna assume you're smart enough, man, to use Bumble. Yes, I've I've Are you I've, I've gone more towards Bumble recently. It didn't yeah. go so well on Tinder. And I you, can imagine Hinge would be a nightmare for you. Have you right? seen and you've prob- oh. you probably seen that if you're a, a royalist, swipe left. You know, yeah, if you, you're a parliamentarian, you don't swipe right. Yeah, but I, I find usually it begins with them trying some, I don't know, idle chit-chat to get to know me. And I'll usually try to cut straight, straight to the root and say to oh, the woman... Yeah. A lot of men make that mistake. Do yeah, you yeah. support Let's... English Parliament? And they'll go, what? And I'll explain the conflict to them. Right. Mm. Uh, and then I usually don't get a response. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, it's hard yeah. to say. And my assumption is that they're all parliamentarians. Hold on. Supporters can, can of play, the dirty roundheads. Can we play this out? I'll be a girl on yeah, the dating let's, app. Let's do this. Okay. 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 All right. You ready? Uh, we, no, we, I'll, I'll reach out to you first. You ready? Oh, okay. Because yes. it's Bumble. Yeah. Hey, cute monocle. Uh, yes. Thank you. Uh, might I begin to ask how your loyalty to the British crown falls onto the spectrum? Would you consider yourself more of a royalist or more of a parliamentarian? Haha, <laughs> you're funny. I like your the way you talk with big words. There Do was, you like the beach? I suppose the the seaside and Sussex can be nice at certain times of the year, but I must return to the, the issue at hand here. It's very important to me that my future mate shares my political beliefs, namely that Charles II should not have been beheaded and that the royalist cause and the the Church of England should be returned to the forefront. Whoa. I just saw season one of Game of Thrones 2, and I assume that's what you're talking about. Do you want to watch the premiere of season seven with me? I have heard of this Game of Thrones. There's a few references that I begin to understand in there, but you're, you're once again veering from the important subject here. I'm going to have to insist that you tell me where your allegiances lie, or I shall assume you're a roundhead and thrust my epi straight through your heart. Wow, you're really racist. Swipe right. 
Yeah, and that's, that's what it'd be. That's... I don't think that. I don't think that. I think. I think that was maybe what a girl sounds like yeah. in Virginia. Yeah. I well, co-ads. Yeah. Yeah. I will right. say that my end of it was pretty consistent. <laughs> I believe that's true. That's about you where mean, I mean. You playing come in. you was better than me playing a hypothetical woman. <laughs> yeah, but I guess I guess wow. what I'm, I guess what I'm saying is that uh, I guess my part of the conversation tends not to vary regardless of how they 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 speak to me. Sure. Yeah. No matter what, you want to know whether they are a parliamentarian. Yeah. So let's uh, try to bring this back to sports. I guess. Um, <laughs> It's the final four. Yeah. I'm Vir- sorry. I'm still learning about basketball. It's been a different, difficult uh, adjustment. Right. And I believe Virginia is playing. Uh, let's see. Not Michigan Wait State a second. Did we Tech? bring you onto the podcast to talk about basketball and you don't know anything about basketball? Well, I'm trying to catch up. But there's uh, so many American sports. You're that a I have poor to learn. mascot then. It Auburn? doesn't matter much. Auburn? Yes, Auburn. That's, of course, what we were. <laughs> But it's just, it's, uh, I don't know, it's trying. Nobody cares during football season because our team is terrible. Right, and it always right. has been. ACC football, who gives a crap? I guess except for Clemson. Wow. But- I, I, I'm, I'm starting to wonder if, if maybe uh, Gene uh, should have maybe booked. Uh, the- I thought his name was Sean. No, yeah. it's pronounced Gene. Yeah. Mm. Uh, if maybe they should have gotten like a Texas Tech Red Raider yeah. or maybe the Auburn Tiger. Or even a Michigan State Spartan. Um, right. I'm, I'm just not sure that any of them are Could I go into the royalists. green room really quick and see if we got any of them? <laughs> yeah. Hey, do you got a Michigan State Spartan back there? Oh, they do. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, hold on. Here they come. Duh, I'm a Michigan State Spartan. Duh, duh. Interview me. Interview a Michigan State Spartan. <laughs> Clearly, you're not familiar with the classics. No. Spartan. I'm a Spartan. The greatest warrior culture of all. No. I'm a mascot. Residents I throw t shirts. Ancient And Greece. people try to catch them. <laughs> We've got a good box school. We make packaging at our school. Spartan. Okay. Um. Thank you. Thank you, You're Sparty. welcome. <laughs> Thank you, Sparty. Yeah. <laughs> um, Cavalier, uh, did we get your name? I don't know that we got your name. Reginald. <laughs> Reginald, uh, the Cavalier. Uh, in your game against Auburn, uh, are there any keys to the game maybe you'd like to uh, add in terms of if Virginia's going to win All this whole right. thing? Well, well, here I think is the number one key to the game. Ensure that there are no roundheads in the audience. Sure. And if there are, <laughs> dispatch them immediately. So just so I get this straight, roundheads are parliamentarians. Yes. And their heads are round. Well, it describes the helmets that they would wear. The forces I of see. Cromwell, dastardly so, as they are. So you wear flat helmets. No. Oh. I think peaked caps sometimes. We so you're peaked vary, heads. Okay. Yes. <laughs> peaked heads. Yeah. Yeah. So first, check for roundheads. There are no roundheads. I, 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 it seems that there's a lot of passing involved. You try to shoot the ball through a hoop. Yeah, it's yeah. basketball. You attend the games. You're the yeah. Cavalier. No, no, it's traditional. And, and listen, I, I, if you were asking me to, to put an eight-pound cannonball through the hoop at a distance of 500 yards, I'd have a pretty good chance. That'd be impressive. Given four or five ch- you know, you know, shots. Uh it's really hard to find loose black powder these days, though. So. Yeah, but uh, but yes, as, as far as the, I don't know, 
They're much lighter and bouncier than cannonballs. I can say that much. All right. Well, thank you very much, Reginald. Keep your powder dry, Yeah, learn about basketball. Is indeed. And now it's time for another wide world of weird sports. All wide weird sports. Everybody loves wide weird sports. Wide world weird sports. What do we got this week? Wide world. This week's wide world weird sports. Great Odin's Raven. Anchorman themed race debuts at San Diego Padres game. Say what? Yeah, this is an article from Oh, uh, like a foot race. Yeah, ABC. I thought you meant like an ethnicity race, and I was very confused. Oh but no, also excited. Man I was like self-identify as an yeah. anchorman. Yeah. When when was the last time a new race debuted? <laughs> it this seems is, like it's been a while. Uh, I'm all for it. I feel like this is not a road we're gonna go down, Joe. This is on ABC Ten News San Diego. Uh, San Diego Padres game just got a little classier, San Diego. Right? Oh, That's yeah. Ron Burgundy. I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> right? Pretty good impression. Hey. Uh, uh, Ron Burgundy. You stay classier, San hey, Diego. Hey, Ron. Was uh, milk a good choice? Milk was a bad choice. <laughs> Nailed it. The- I gotta say, in retrospect, I did not like Anchorman apparently nearly as much as everyone else. I never would have guessed it would have had, like, the cultural impact that it has. Yeah. Uh, the, <laughs> I, don't know how to, I don't know how to say, but I don't know what to say to that. Sure. Uh, the Padres hosted their inaugural Anchorman race at Petco Park Friday, featuring San Diego's favorite news team from Channel 4, anchor Ron Burgundy, sports reporter Champ Kind, reporter Brian Fantana, and weatherman Brick Tamland. And by the beard of Zeus, Burgundy took the first race handily. Okay. The race was created in collaboration with Paramount Pictures and actors Will Ferrell, David Keckner, Paul Rudd, and Steve Carell, according to the Padres. Did they did they get him to do the race? Because those would all be pretty big gets. No, they, the baseball I, mascot yeah, game. I think they were, just had giant heads. Yeah, I think that they were mascot style. Did they have the celebrities in the costumes? Joel, when you go to uh when you go to Disney, that's not really Mickey Mouse inside that Mickey Mouse costume. Phil, don't do this. Don't don't Whoa. do this to him. Now. That's a teen. Don't, don't, Whoa. A sullen teen. Don't do this to him. Now. Actually, I've never been to Disney, and now I'm definitely not going. Oh. You should go to Disney. No, why? I don't want to go to... You just found out the characters aren't even real. Yeah, yeah but if they're going to have Marvel Land pretty soon, they're going to get rid of the, the oh, Ants Land and really? then do Marvel Land, and then you can finally meet Thor. There was an it's Ants a Land? It's a Bugs Life Land. A Bugs Life Land, that's the uh, one. Yeah. A Bugs Land. Yeah. A I, Bugs, I think. But now they're going to change How it. That used to be the Honey, I Shrunk one. the Kids Land, it and then was. they changed How it to... How do they replace Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? Because they want some Pixar representation. Rick Moranis, then why did they? Why wasn't there a Toy Story? How is a Bugs There's like? a because Pixar Because there, there was giant grass, and they had to make it into something else, because Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, and it was like you were walking through the yard, uh, and then they just rebranded it. You know what? I take Bugs it Life. back. That makes perfect sense, and that's really brilliant on their part. Thank you! <laughs> says Disney. Uh, Each character... Oh, wait. I already said that. Uh, Oh, wait. Here we go. Each character is modeled after an Anchorman news team, and it appears their trademark ego has gone to their heads. Their massive heads were created by the same artist who modeled the Washington Nationals racing presidents and Arizona Diamondbacks racing legends characters. Yeah. Now... I haven't seen the actual Teddy Roosevelt in person, but I understand his head is much smaller than the one that's in the mascot. That's where you're wrong. Not much smaller. Yeah. Mm. Just a little bit smaller. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. 
It was a very large head. Yeah, right. right. He's like, bully for you. Hold my head up. Uh, San Diego's race also joins the ranks of other races, including Joel, don't say anything. <laughs> don't say anything. Well, uh, I don't think it we joins go the here, ranks Phil. of other races, including the Milwaukee Brewers Sausage Race and the Pitfer- Pittsburgh Pirates Pierogi Race and Greeks. No, nah, I'm just kidding. I don't say that. I don't say that. Uh, anyone else smell a street fight? Fans can expect to see the team race primarily at the weekends at Petco Park, as well as special games. And it's kind of a big deal, San Diego. I'm Ron Burgundy. What about when there was a question mark at uh what at the end of I'm Ron Burgundy? What did he I, say? Oh, I'm Ron Burgundy. Right. That's what he yeah, said. Uh, the new Anchorman race is just the latest new offerings at Petco, including a new beer created just for the team by Ballast Point. I like Ballast Point beers. Oh, Ballast Point's real good. The uh, Saisuin Stage Concert Venue at Park at the Park, and a revamped Compass Premier Club, the stadium's largest renovation since the 2004 Ooh. opening. I'll tell you, Petco, beautiful park. And, Lovely place to take in a game. Uh, and also, during Comic-Con, they turn it into uh, like the Nerdist laser tag arena and zombie run. And you ruined it. I think there's no way anyone's going to think this was native content. <laughs> and that brings an end to another wide world of weird sports! Hashtag sponsored, hashtag SP, hashtag Beko Park. This is a podcast town. This brings a close in our sports. 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 Podcast. Before we go, we're going to bring back on uh, the West Virginia Cavalier and Sparty from Michigan State to give you our contact information. It's me, Sparty. I, I'm in March Madness. Again, I really don't think there's anything accurate about You this. can find us on Twitter. <laughs> Go to twitter.com slash sports the number three podcast. Why are you there? Pick your nose. <laughs> Spoken like a true parliamentarian. Dabba. I zinged him. I zinged him. <laughs> I got a helmet round head. You can find this on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash sports the number three podcast. Where you there? Put your face in a book and pictures. Pictures in your Facebook. It's doing quite well, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got packages at the school. You got agriculture turf at the school. Or you can find all of our episodes at anchor.fm slash sports the number three podcast. That's anchor.fm slash sports number three podcast. I ride my boat on a concrete road. That's what boats are for. <laughs> Thank you very much, Sparty. Thank you, Cavalier. Hey, guys. Joel. Joel. Uh... I gotta take issue with the depiction of Sparty on this. Bye, Joel. Joel.